Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Is Donald Trump a threat to minority communities in the United States? And by extension globally, as Trump opponents are warning. Azra Numani uh, wrote a column for The Washington Post, and uh, it's titled, I'm a Muslim, a woman, and an immigrant. I voted for Trump. She teaches journalism at Georgetown University. She's the author of Standing Alone in Mecca, An American Woman's Struggle for the Soul of Islam. Hello, Azra. Hi, how are you? Great. It's good to have you back on the program. Oh, thank you. And back with us as well, Dr. Zudi Jasser, president of the American Islamic Forum for Democracy, co-founder of the Muslim Reform Movement, former U.S. Navy lieutenant commander, and author of A Battle for the Soul of Islam. Dr. Jasser has been with us uh, on issues in the United States and globally, usually dealing with the Obama administration since 2008. Zudi, thank you uh, for coming back. Oh, it's always great to be with you, Roy. Thanks for having me. Why don't we start, Zudi, with you and your response and reaction to the election of Donald Trump and what's going on in the United States, the rioting, people wandering about dazed and crying, some looking for safe spaces because the most fundamental democratic process removed Democrats from office. Now, Mr. Trump did say that he would ban Muslims from entering the United States for a period of time. I think his words were until we figure out what's going on. What's your response? Well, you know, listen, you know my position on Mr. Trump. Uh, I was uh, no supporter in the primaries, and actually at the end of the day I did not vote for him or Hillary. I left it blank uh, for all practical purposes. But, you know, as a conservative, as an American, after an election, the the people's voices have been heard, and now we we need to uh, look for hope and and hold them accountable to our conservative principles. And, uh, you know, the, this stoking of fear, the, the lack of uh, any evidence that uh, what they're complaining of is going to happen. There's uh, basically the identity politic movement of the left has uh, gone into uh, uh, basic, basically uh, overdrive. And uh, they're trying to, uh, I think they need therapy. It's just, it's bizarre. They, they lost an election. They had a candidate that had 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 been completely unable to uh, uh, identify what she stood for. And as a result, uh, the people have responded. And it's not simply about Muslims and Islam and, and the war in the Middle East, but about health care, about so many issues. So America is a vibrant democracy. It's not about one man. Uh, his identification of Muslims, I do think, as I've, you and I have talked about, he should have said Islamist instead of Muslims. Uh, I do hope that uh, uh, he rejects uh, some of his uh, verbiage and sympathy for Putin and other dictatorships. But He's a clean slate now, and we as American Muslims and patriots need to identify and give feedback to this new president uh, to move us away from apologetics towards a policy against Islamism and political Islam. Does he worry you, Zudi? Yeah, I am a little worried uh, about uh, some of the demagoguery and lack of specificity about uh, who the enemy is, Uh, but I can tell you that the people around him, the conservative movement, uh, that he's tapped into uh, will uh, has a lot more chance of success than a continuation of the Obama policy of not even identifying Islam as the problem, not even looking at root causes. We saw in a few of the speeches Mr. Trump did mention talking about reformers. So, yes, I am worried. But listen, I served as a, a, a lieutenant commander under President Clinton, for whom I had no respect. Uh, I served uh, under uh, many uh, commanders-in-chief that I had issues with. But America is much greater than this one man, and that worry, I think, will help us uh, make sure that we hold them accountable. 
Uh, Professor Nomani, Dr. Jasher says he voted for neither Donald Trump nor Hillary Clinton. Your column in the Washington Post, I'm a Muslim, a woman, and an immigrant. I voted for Trump. Your column has generated international response. Why did you choose Donald Trump? Well, it certainly wasn't to um, irk Zudi, who I respect so much, and I was actually afraid. I was like, oh, no, Zudi, you're going to feel I betrayed you. But I I know he's a better friend than that. Um, And unlike a lot of folks on the left who have um, simply been unable to put their wrap their heads around this, this idea that uh, anybody would vote for Trump that is um, of, of sane mind. And so why did I vote for him? I voted for him because I am an American Muslim who wants to see our country deal with the issue of extremism from a place of honesty and clarity. I, like Zudi, uh, am not interested in more years of this uh, hiding you know, our heads in the sand, refusing to talk about the Islam and Islamic State. And, and you know, while Zudi and I come from different ends of the political spectrum, you know, we have this common goal and hope and vision that we can defeat this threat that exists out there that wants to see political Islam uh, dominate our, our globe. And so my my decision also was impacted perhaps um, from because of the fact that I come from the liberal wing. And I have seen a real betrayal of the humanistic values that I've associated as my idea of what it means to be a liberal. And I know conservatives also have um, a sense of, great sense of humanity. But for me, it means it has meant treating other people kindly, just on a very um, ethical level. And I've been disgusted by the way this liberal honor brigade, as I call them, just demonized uh, the right and demonized Donald Trump in ways that I think are actually um, you know the the exact same you know allegation that they put against him and and his supporters, and so I I, I uh, feared them finding more power and and you know the truth is if there was any doubt that I had in my mind on election day, it's been validated that I made the right choice um, in, in not voting for Hillary Clinton, just seeing these protests out on the streets. I'm I'm in Milwaukee, Wisconsin right now, and two nights ago. It was mayhem on the streets here. And who were they? They are the same network that wanted to uh, get Hillary in power. And so I'm, I'm excited about the time we have right now to talk to Zudi also, because this is a conversation that I've been wanting to have for some days now, and really peeling back the layers on, on these protesters and and this um, you know, revolution that they are putting forward, rejecting the decision of the electorate. Zudi, I know that your time is tight. I appreciate very much you staying with us. Uh, Azra, you wanted to ask yeah. Zudi a question about the the rioting that's taking place, I believe. Yeah, just really quickly, and I, I need to just correct that. I'm not teaching journalism at Georgetown right now. I'm, my website bio is like five years old, but I am teaching, and, um, and Zudi knows I'm an investigative reporter. So, Zudi, I... Um, you know, looked at the list of this group called Our 100 of uh, women of color who have been um, leaders in this, quote, protest movement. 
Now, going through the Soros documents, leaks that have been put forward of George Soros, the billionaire's open society network, I've established that 33 of those 100 have gotten funding from the Soros network. And, of course, most people know that George Soros is one of the big funders for Hillary Clinton's campaign. So would you just make sense of what we're seeing out on the streets in light of that bigger dynamic? Absolutely. This is the global synergy, uh, Ezra, between the collectivization movements, be it on the left who believe in a socialist economy, a nanny state, uh, be it the Islamists that in the name of Islam collectivize humanity to push one form of Islam, which comes from the the halls of Tehran of the Khomeinis or, or Saudi Arabia and Al-Azhar. So the bottom line is, is they will do anything possible. I mean, the head of care in Los Angeles uh, right after the election, wrote in Arabic on his Twitter feed, uh, which means that the people should come up to to change the regime and defeat the regime. So he was basically calling for armed you know, <laughs> jihad against uh, Mr. Trump's coming administration. And then you wonder why the left has been so synergistic in radicalizing our community. And I think Mr. Trump's response and his movement is about national identity. So the Soros's of the world don't believe in borders, don't believe in state identity. And the opposite, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Trump's movement has been sort of the creation of the Obama movement, which was about a, a non-respect uh, for American identity and America first. And this has been sort of a natural evolution. So this is why I think we do have more hope under a Trump administration that we can uh, regain American identity as the way to anti-radicalize or counter-radicalize against ISIS identity. But we have to make sure that pendulum doesn't swing because secular fascism in the Middle East, that collectivization of Arabism has been one of the main sources also of fueling radical Islam. Wow. Okay. That is so deep and intense. And I think, um, you know, for me, Roy, thanks for giving me the chance to try to understand this because people are seeing uh, a story portrayed in the media of a spontaneous um, protest that has much more nefarious intentions, as Zudi just so eloquently pointed out. Well, I have to say this, and as an investigative journalist, you will know this, and Zudi knows it, um, and I say say it with (laughs) humility, there are far too many repeaters and not enough reporters in my business. So that's the way it is. Uh, I, mean, I have to jump in. If I can just quick, my 12-year-old asked me, what is the point of these, what, what do they want to achieve? The election's over. It's just, it's a bizarre attempt to just destroy the fabric of society as we move forward, and they have no purpose, which is simply to unravel our, do our you contracts think, in society. Zudi, do you, how far do you think they can take this? Oh, well, I think they're going to take it as, lo- as far as they can, as long as CNN and other media outlets that, uh, as you said, don't report what's really happening. Uh, and, you know, they, they need to have time for self-reflection rather than blaming others, and that's what Islamism is all about. Blame others, put America on the defense so that they never get on the offense against the ideology of theocracy, and that's their goal. The goal is to keep us on defense, and it's time for us to tell them enough is enough. And I think now with a United House and Congress and White House, there'll be no excuse that we can't move forward to change countering violent extremism to countering violent Islamism. And if I could just add, like, for me as a liberal, I I, I cast my vote because I would like other liberals to break from this honor brigade 
on the side of the left that has been trying to sabotage and polarize our humanity in the U.S. And, and absolutely, like, Zudi has done an incredible job on, on, in the conservative circles, moving individuals and people to, to the middle. And I think that's what we have to do on all fronts, peel back the layers, see who's behind what, and and recognize that, you know, the intentions are are really serious and the right. ones I, that we need I'd, to stand up to. I'd never heard of the... Uh Honestly, I never heard of the Honor Brigade, but I'm going to look into this. Azra, you thank you. You won't, you won't find anything because we're literally uh, un- unraveling how they operate as we speak. Okay. Well, we'll stay in, you and I will stay in touch, and Dr. Yeah. Jasser as well. Zudi, thank you very much. Azra, thank you very much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And, and Anytime. Everyone Thanks, Roy. Together. All the best.